potatoes apparently oh god not even it's not great and i am chris and according to a recent buzzfeed quiz i am 100 percent compatible with jake gyllenhaal so jakey call me (laughs) that's all he needed to hear because he's definitely a listener (laughs) he is he told me and welcome back to the weekly meeting of the nightlight horror movie club Yes, 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 yes. Welcome back. We love you no matter this what is kind the of podcast. potato you are. Mm-hmm. Although there are some We're looking at you, potatoes. mashed potatoes. Ah! No! I'm sorry. Mashed potatoes are really basic. If you get no, mashed potatoes, you should retake top. it and just like no. fix those quiz results. No, mashed are at the top. French fries there's are a, at the top. There's a special place in hell, though, for candy yams. I like candy yams. Oh, we are so different on this. <laughs> Why can't we ever agree about something? I like scary movies. I hate scary movies. I like candy. I like yams. yams. <laughs> oh, my God. And therein lies the heart of this podcast. <laughs> Here it is, yep. people. Review, that was it. We review a different horror movie every week. Obviously, as Chris has said, um, I'm a really big fan of horror movies. He mm-hmm, is not. Mm-hmm. No, um, but we together we watch a different horror movie. I'd say every month. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> we, I don't know. I yeah. On a semi regular basis, we watch horror. We're movies. trying to yeah, exactly. I think we'll be better about it soon because it's we're coming into fall. I've I've decided that September first is fall. Well, I think we know that Starbucks already decided it was fall for everyone. Oh, did they? When they released pumpkin spice, is yeah. it already out? Yeah, and they even their ads are like it's officially fall. Come get your pumpkin spice. Well, if like, they Lord decide when said, it's fall. I thought it was Bath and Body Works, but if it was up to them, it would have been fall in June because that's whenever they release their fall candles. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, get ready. <laughs> and this is our spooky collection. They, uh, dude, it was tempting though. Get our graveyard candle. It literally just smells like dirt. It smells like <laughs> literally rotten bodies. You would buy. I it. got the crematorium one. Ew. <laughs> oh my god. So sometimes people you get rid of bodies by burning them, right? So like that's what Kate's talking about, like a crematorium, oh, no. right? Like, you know, you incinerate the bodies, right? And you get the ashes back. That's like a normal way to do it. There are, however, other ways. <laughs> what? Have you ever um have you ever seen like a hydro cremation? Like with water? They I'm confused. Mm-hmm. So that's what, anyways, some places do that instead. So basically, like you, you just pay create, more. No, it's just like you throw all the bodies in like a big watery soup, and they get digested down by like enzymes and heat and stuff. Oh, and so then soup. You just like, yeah, soup, soup cremation. Does that happen in the U.S.? Yes, it does. Okay. Do people but know that that's what's happening? I imagine not. Because that's why they I give t- you ashes That's why I'm back. trying to raise awareness. They give you ashes No, back. I don't think... 
I don't think it's for like if you want ashes back. It's like only for like, you know, like group body disposal. I guess that makes sense. It's not fun to think about. Body soup? No. Oh, but here's speaking of body soup. Okay, so I, my sister. This is gonna be a personal story, isn't it? It's super not. I just want to get that out there right now. It is not about mm-hmm. me. I did not own this morgue. What? So my <laughs> sister was telling was me about a, this story um, about this morgue owner in a small rural town. And all these people were, you know, dying and they were just, you know, you don't think about it. You're like, oh, the guy comes, picks it up. And then later we have a casket and we bury it. You don't think about it much. Like it could be anybody's body in there. Or not a body in there. Just empty boxes. So people, there. I forgot how they found out, but people went to his home on like an investigation and they were, all the yes. bodies were like a, around his home. Taxidermied. No, just like not, just in various states of decay. Just rotting? Yes. Oh and like around the property, like dozens and dozens of people and the whole reason that happened and was able to go on for so long is just because people don't like talking about that stuff. They don't want to think about that stuff. Are you trying to tell me right now that people knew and they were just like keeping hush hush about it? No, nobody like, knew. Like, oh, that's just old Dave. No. He just, you know, he likes to keep the bodies, you know, <laughs> and that's fine. Nobody knew because nobody thought to check because no one wants to think about that. Why would you check? Well, you should check like now. Like a mortician gives you the casket, I assume my grandmother is inside it, of it. That's exactly how this I don't went assume on. that it's set up like a little tea party with, you know, Uncle Bob who died four years ago sitting at a table. I don't think he was having a tea party with those bodies. Was he fucking the bodies? I mean, they didn't explicitly say, but why are the bodies around his house and property? Why are so many of them in his bedroom in missionary position? <laughs> going to hell could be a coincidence i'm just saying before you die do your research <laughs> i mean i am i don't think you have a choice y- you do have a choice like whatever happens to your body like, go to someone else but it's but you're dead well i know that hopefully i'm kate, dead kate i had every intention of giving your body to someone who i knew was just going to like <laughs> decorate their home with it i mean I thought that's what you wanted uh, was to be like a very realistic Halloween decoration for years to come. All to the moral of the story, which is do your research and be very, very clear in your will. I'm just saying, once you're dead. Okay. Like, Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, that's not what we're here to discuss today. We are not here to discuss body soup, hydro cremation, <laughs> etc. I'm so sorry for bringing us down this road. No, today we are going to be talking about a movie that we recently watched. And this one was actually a listener recommendation. Yay, and thank you, good Chris. It was... Th- <laughs> it was good Chris. Chris, average Chris, average, normal Chris. No, exceptional um, Chris. Exceptional Chris. And so we're um, Tucker Dale Evil something. What? <laughs> you want to try again? So today, so we yeah, don't we're talking about immediately a movie. offend our viewership. Oh my god, I have no interest in protecting the oh, feelings of our viewers. Oh, we have to a little bit with this one. Just I love to you warn all. You. I just need. I love you all, but like. Okay. I'm no, no, no. None of this we've is gone, usable. As far, no. as far as I can tell, we've gone too far. I've insulted everybody in every episode at this okay. point. Chris, we cannot have another Halloween on our hands. Not with this one. We have someone who actually likes us. We have to be somewhat good. No, I'm not. I'm not bashing this movie. Okay, yet. good. Yet, 
I'm just bashing. <laughs> I'm just, you know, bashing horror movies. Okay, all right. That's my job. All right, just, That's why just I'm making here. sure. Okay, we can continue. Okay, so we're talking about Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which I had never heard of. Did you know about this movie? Yes. Oh, well. I knew I knew of it. I guess I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. <laughs> I knew of it. Um, it's been on Netflix for a while. It's still on Netflix. So if you guys want to go check it out, I, I would recommend. Yeah, thank God. Please. I know. Can we just recommend more movies that are on Netflix? No, because I don't want to watch weird clown horror that came out a- after it. It's all that, weird clown That's true, horror. but it's so convenient. It is convenient. <laughs> it is also bad. All right. That's fair. That's very fair. But no, so I had never heard of this movie, and um, I'm just going to, no, no, I'm going to keep that to myself. What? No, I'm, I'm, I was going to give you an opinion, but I'm going to keep that to myself for a little while. So how do we start with this movie? What is Tucker and Dale versus Evil about? So. It's, it, it's a little misleading, like, versus Evil. I mean, I guess that one college guy is the evil, right? Yeah, they straight up call it. Sort him of that. ambiguous. No, they say here comes evil at one point. I mean, I don't know. I think it's pretty veiled. Maybe the if you're time. not paying attention, I guess it could be. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, it is about misunderstood hill people. Bees. This is like the hills versus eyes. The sharpest sticks no, wait, I've ever no, I'm seen. Sorry. That's the not, hills that's not versus movie, eyes. <laughs> this is like the hills have eyes. <laughs> Except it's from the perspective of the hill people. The hills versus Who I assume eyes. have eyes. I've never seen that movie either. <laughs> Clearly. <But laughs> it's definitely it about hill like people? A, a standoff between actual hills and eyeballs. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. <laughs> I know you would. And so would you. Yeah, I probably would. Absolutely. So but we live in a day and age where movies about tires exploding people are like taking over the country i assume you've right heard of oh my rubber. god no yes okay. rubber <laughs> oh my gosh yes we should do that movie at some we point we probably should because i've actually seen that movie and that's of course you have fucking hilarious. because it was so popular <laughs> so, so tucker and dale versus evil is about two hillbillies adorable two hillbillies. hill people two redneck ruffians who are questionably in a homoerotic relationship yeah versus the evil that is college students yes and honestly if that's not the purest most honest representation of evil in a horror film i don't i don't know what is i thought it was fantastic obviously it's a twist on the very typical oh college kids go out into the woods to go camping Mm -hmm. and they get you know attacked by crazed hill people very much like um friday the 13th kind of and they just kind of completely turn it on it on its head and makes it a horror Is that movie. what Friday the 13th is about? You haven't seen Friday the 13th? Uh, why must we have this conversation every single episode? I don't know. I don't know. That one episode. you should know. You haven't seen that? Oh, no. That's oh right. You God. Said, it's like the whole point of this podcast. Because you called um, Jason Voorhees Freddy Krueger on I did, multiple I did. occasions. I, yeah. I have made that mistake before. Many it's times. true. We've admitted it. We can move on now. <laughs> But this this God. this movie, if I had to give it a genre, which I do have to give it a genre. You do. That's your job. That's my why job. you're here. Um it's obviously like a satire horror kind of thing. It's comedy horror. It's comedy horror, but that's boring. It's hillbilly horror. Um 
I wanted to call it, let me think, bee horror. What? I'm trying to see the, okay, if I can lump it into something else. There's a single scene with bees. <laughs> it's, it's the best scene in the whole movie. We cannot call it bee horror. Stick horror. There are many scenes with sticks. They're in the woods. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I like Cabin either horror. hillbilly horror because redneck horror. There's other films the apparently bit. that that will fit into that, or a comedy horror. I think I don't. That why are we avoiding so that? It's like the obvious answer, though. I would go with. What did we call that other comedy that we watched? Idle hands. That one. Mm-hmm. Hand horror. Hand horror. <laughs> God, we're so stupid. But now you're shooting down bee horror because that's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, because the movie was about a hand. This movie has bees in it. That's not the same thing. <laughs> I will call it, I will go with redneck horror. Because that's something we can lump things into. We, like, you're right. There's a ton yeah, of redneck exactly. horror movies. So I'll exactly. go with redneck slash hill person horror. Okay, hill, hill horror. <laughs> Can we do that? Hill yeah, horror. Let's do it. We can add Hill House to this. Yes. No, that's a TV The show. Sound of Music. Oh, yes. Those hills were alive. <laughs> were and alive. That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> they had eyes. <laughs> so, this movie. Yes. Hill horror. Hill horror it is. This movie, um, I thought it was older, but it's, it came out in 2010. Oh, God. I guess that is almost 10 years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. It seems so recent. It does. Okay. So it came out in 2010. Uh, it's uh, one guy, Eli Craig, and he was the director and he was the writer. I think this was actually his first movie. He also played all of the characters, which is impressive. He did not. But he was an actor. <laughs> Wait, was he really? Yeah. He used to be an actor. That's how he like got into the... No, but he wasn't in this movie. No. He was, oh, okay. as I have said, the director and the writer. So he People was, do that. I know. I know they do. And he, he wrote it along with one other guy. Um, and I've never really heard of him. And the only the only other stuff that I've seen of his is Little Evil, which... Never heard of it. Yeah, it's on Netflix. This goes back to why I don't usually just pick things because they're on Netflix. It's a <laughs> horror comedy, kind of, with that guy from Parks and Rec. Adam Scott, is that his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in it, and it's like about, it's kind of like The Omen, but a family fun comedy. The Omen, that's the one about the child who's the correct. devil. Correct, correct. The Antichrist. Right. So it's it's not a Got great it. movie, and we will not be doing it on this podcast. But that's the only movie that I can think of that he has done that I've, that I've seen. Okay, so not exactly an impressive repertoire. No. And the actors in this movie, obviously, we know um, Alan Tudyk because he's from Firefly and Knight's Tale and stuff. No, I didn't recognize anybody in this movie. Did you really not? He's super famous. I've never seen Firefly, though. Oh, man. Okay. Well, yeah. Turns out I'm really uncultured. Clearly. He's really, really (laughs) famous. You at least probably. Oh, you didn't know um, Katrina Bowden? Nope. I knew no new one. No well, one. she's she's the psychology student slash love interest. For, mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And mm-hmm. she is also Cherie from 30 Rock. I don't know if you've seen 30 Rock. I've seen the first couple of episodes of 30 Rock. So what I'm learning from this is I watch way too much television and I need mm-hmm. to go outside to the pool. <laughs> I don't know if the pool is the solution, but yes. Okay. <laughs> Some fresh air. Some fresh air. 
the budget for this movie, what $3. would you guess? <laughs> okay, damn. I mean, they probably could have gotten the cabin for free. Um, the woods, I imagine, didn't have much of a rent. Um, those college students were not paid, guaranteed. It. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was five million altogether. Oh, okay. So like th- that's like the cameras. Pretty much, yeah. That's super, super cheap. Yeah, that's really nothing. Cheap. How and, much is it? did they make a lot? Because like I said, I've never heard of this. So they did not. They made four point oh. six million in the box office. Oh, that's really sad. It's <laughs> really sad. Um, which and it was also surprising because I feel like I've only heard opinions about this movie that were good. Mm-hmm. But I think that's also because people who pick this movie are people who already have an interest in like horror in the camp aspect of it like people aren't just picking up zombievers <laughs> you know what i mean it's no they totally are because zombievers was advertised on netflix that's the I only think... way that people see movies like this well this is either was also advertised they stumble upon it because netflix got it for literally two dollars <laughs> got the I'm rights for it the budget for zombievers oh my god it's probably <laughs> probably more because like for forty four thousand the... dollars oh wow I'm impressed. Like yeah. the prosthetic, like beaver teeth, at that's, least that's fantastic. Got a couple thousand. So all this to say that um, Tucker and Dale did not get what it deserved, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But there also there was going to be a sequel because they were not discouraged. But and the more and I got really excited after I read all this. I was they should have been sequel. discouraged. They were not discouraged. They were going to keep going. But now it's. Like, it's not actually going to happen. It's, like, the sequel that will never be. And it, I wish it could because, Chris, the premise of it, the title is Tucker and Dale Go to Yale. <gasps> oh, my Tell God. Tell me you don't want to watch that. Oh, because Dale, he's a smart one, right? Or is it Tucker? No, it's Dale. Dale. Oh, God. Oh, God. Tucker. He could go to Yale. Which one is Tucker and which one is Dale? I don't know. I'm pretty sure Dale's a smart one. Imagine his Yale admissions essay, though. Incredible. I want and we'll never find out. Okay, so Eli Craig, he described this sequel as Goodwill Hunting meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. (laughs) Wow, the world... We'll never know the treasure oh, it missed out on. My God, it sounds fantastic. Goodwill Hunting. I'm so devastated that this never came to be. Apparently, the script was terrible, and no one wanted to do it anymore. Was what literally what Stan, like Alan Tudyk said. I think so, that's the point. Like the point is for the script know. to be terrible. I know. I'm just right? like you don't get it, Alan. <laughs> you don't. Was, you you don't just get didn't it. get it. <laughs> you don't get it. You're, I'm just absolutely devastated that that's never going to come to fruition because it sounds fantastic. That sounds hilarious. Like I think I'm going to start the Kickstarter. You should. Yeah. Go to our Tumblr, um, please. (laughs) Every little bit helps. Every little bit, people. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So this movie didn't make a lot. That's unfortunate because, all right, I'm just going to say it. This movie was fucking fantastic. It's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. And... I was Bef- so worried. Be- go- before I go further, anyone who hasn't seen this movie because you're one of those like me who doesn't want to watch it because it's scary and shit, don't You'll worry be because fine. this movie is A, not scary at all, and B, it's it's a comedy, right? Like It's, oh, it's technically a, a horror in the sense that it's pretty gory. Like, it's gorier quite gory. than I generally prefer. People do get impaled and put in wood chippers. Yes, and there is bees as we've there alluded. There are so many bees. 
but it's it's objectively a comedy like i struggle even to say that it's a horror comedy like it's it's really just a comedy college kids (laughs) we got your we have your friend (laughs) (laughs) oh i think it's so good and obviously it's um very much um tongue-in-cheek regarding like actual horror movies because that's what that's what it's all about is like you take a regular horror movie and you make it all a big misunderstanding but I mm-hmm. feel like you don't have to be like versed in horror movies to think that this is really enjoyable and funny. Absolutely. Because it is very funny. Like, <laughs> I mean, every time you think it couldn't possibly get more ridiculous. Okay. Okay. Like the first college kid who kills himself by running into a fucking tree and impales himself. Fantastic. <laughs> You're like, okay, that was completely absurd. A little gross, but funny. But every single death somehow gets more and more extreme. And just when you think they've peaked, <laughs> like... Oh, they, they outdo it every time. They're like, okay, but what if we just redid Fargo? <laughs> <laughs> but this time as a misunderstanding. And, and this time oh, we drag the torso across your face. <laughs> and now what if we just... You, what if we killed someone with a weed whacker? No. <laughs> what if... We just have the villain do an old tiny strap the damsel in distress to like a fucking railroad. (laughs) But what if he has asthma? But what if (laughs) he's allergic to calming tea? (laughs) (laughs) So very few, like very few movies actually get a full laugh out of me. This one had me laughing out loud so many times. I rewatched the B scene at least three (laughs) times. I was in tears and we'll get to we'll get to that but seriously if you haven't seen this movie i would really recommend going on netflix it's really fun just a really fun movie yeah i honestly highly recommend and it's like it's a really good movie to watch alone with friends in the bathtub with a candle lit (laughs) i don't know whatever your mood is whatever you're trying to go for here it works because versatile and fun it is versatile and fun like i said a little gory for my taste but it's very gory. Make no mistake. <laughs> There's a lot of fake blood, but very, very funny. And I know that it, I know it didn't make much in the box office, but I'm hoping that people still liked it because, like, that doesn't always mean anything. No, no, no. Well, I think it didn't make a lot in the box office because, like, no one heard about it. Like, it was a low budget film, poorly advertised, and that's that's what it is, right? It, it has nothing to do advertised. with the quality for sure, right? No. Okay. So speaking of, let's talk about that for a second. So IMDb. For whatever that's worth, they give it a 7.5, It's worth obviously. nothing, but oh, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> it's like a solid movie to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, give me Metacritic, that tomato meter. Metacritic gives it a 65, which is... Oh, ouch. It's in the green zone, you know. That's it's like, bad. It's okay. Um, and the tomato meter um, is very, very consistent between viewers and, and critics. So the t- critics give it an 85%. That's better. That's much and better. And the audience gives it an 84%. So it's an upright bucket of popcorn and such. That's good. However, I do... Okay. I want to talk for just a hot second about the tomato meter because I've always been the kind of person, like, I'll read a review and I kind of disregard reviews if I disagree with them, like I, I readily disregard with, like I readily disagree with c- critics. Right. Sure. Cause they're just people who decided to make a job 
writing about movies. Like that's not a It's a one person's job. opinion. <laughs> and I think that the next person's opinion is very much swayed by the first person's opinion. Absolutely. Most of the time. So. Well, so, okay. So this, in this movie, maybe it doesn't apply as much, but I do think that critic reviews impact box offices, right? Oh, they, a hundred, obviously they do. Like that's the point almost, yeah. right? And so tomato meter is like the one that pretty much everyone goes to right because it gives you audience reviews it gives you critic reviews but as with everything turns out the tomato meter is super fucked up and i guess i should have assumed this i don't know why i didn't but the tomato meter is awful it is awful it is the village got 61 percent, and toy story 4 got 100 is all i'm saying right and so toy story 4 was terrible i don't care who you are right so i mean the tomato meter is wrong frequently but I was recently, oh, I'm so embarrassed that I didn't, anyways, I was recently watching an interview with Meryl Streep. As you yes, do on Friday night. your honor, it has relevance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, so I was watching this interview with Meryl Streep, and she was talking about the tomato meter, and she brought up something that I absolutely did not know about, and I'm super embarrassed that I didn't know about this. What? Okay, so... She was talking about the tomato meter and how, so obviously there's people specifically who contribute to the tomato meter, right? There are specific critics, specific people who are allowed to put their opinion in to create that percentage, right? Mm-hmm. And so she was talking about it and she was like, okay, so there are 168 women who contribute to the tomato meter percentage, mm-hmm. right? And that sounds mm-hmm. fine. That's, That's actually, good, yeah. I thought there were like maybe eight people or something on the critic side. Like, oh God, how like, many men are there? Very few people, right? I didn't think there were going to be 168 women. Like that's a lot of people. It's a lot of women. It kind of makes you trust the percentage. You're like, oh wow, that's quite a few opinions. Maybe, maybe this actually means something. It doesn't, it really doesn't because how many men, how many men do you think contribute to the tomato meter? You said 168 women. 168 women. And I'll tell you men. what, it's not 168 men. I'll tell you that is right it now. 250? No. Is it worse? Yep. What is it? 760 <gasps> men boo! contribute to the tomato meter. Oh, boo. Come on. And so I started looking into it because like, those are just the numbers that Meryl gives. And honestly, I would trust that woman to the end of my life. So <laughs> I'm just going to assume those numbers are absolute fact. Mm-hmm. However, I started looking into it and I started looking up all the different um, movies that were impacted by this. And like, it's easier to look it up by movie because like, that's what people write about. There's this article about like Ocean's 8, for example, right? Because Ocean's 8 was already kind of a, I don't know, a scandal, I guess, because it took like a male dominated franchise and was like, oh, let's make it like women pulling off the heist, right? Well, like, we saw how that went with block with not not blockbusters, Ghostbusters. Blockbuster. <laughs> Blockbuster didn't do well either, so No, they yeah. <laughs> what a relic. But so like these movies end up doing worse than they are projected to do because the difference between like the female averages and the male averages for their review percentages are substantial. So wait, you can look up by like by the gender of the critic on Rotten Tomatoes? You can't actually do that on Tomatoes, no. So like people have done like behind the scenes studies of like percentages and how movies end up performing and stuff like that. What did Ocean's 8 look like? Ocean's 8, um, I don't know. I I got rid of the article. I don't have it open anymore. But like 
the differences between like male reviewers and female reviewers is anywhere from like an 11% difference to like over 30% difference. Wow. So okay. like some movies and because there's 760 men contributing, if they said a movie was 30% worse than the women did, guess who wins? Yeah, of course. Right. As always. As always. So like, I mean, I, I should have assumed that there was going to be a disparity, but holy shit. That's disappointing. Like, I don't know. The tomato meter kind of means nothing to me now. Because, like, what does I that mean, 85% mean? Everything means nothing. We've talked That's a little fair. bit about the Oscars and how they're all rigged and everything's a lie and everything's bought off. And nothing's real. Yeah. Everything's a lie. So I guess all you have to do is form your opinions for yourself. Like, it's fun to look at, and we always do, so... We always look at the critic opinions, but then we're like, huh, oh, yeah. that's a dumb opinion. Right. They're, they're wrong. Or they're that's just... <laughs> valid. Yeah. So make your own opinion. That's also why I don't like to look at critic reviews before I go to a movie. Absolutely. Because I'll, the second something looks not the way I want it to, I'm just like, oh, well, that makes sense. This movie's shite. I should have listened to the reviewers and gone to see Toy Story 4. But <laughs> I did that and it was terrible. So it's all a lie and you have to make up your own opinions. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think I've become more like that too, especially in the more recent years. But I do think a lot of people go to the tomato meter or go to whatever before they they even go to the movie theater because they want to know, like, is the movie worth watching? We do that whenever we do everything. When we go to a restaurant, we do that. Whenever we go to school, we do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I do think it's a little bit. I don't want to get food poisoning. True. Fair point. Food is a little different. If all the reviews are people saying that they shit their brains out immediately after, take that into consideration. There is a pet store in the back, but the breadsticks were fantastic. <laughs> the ferrets looked really sick. <laughs> and I and I do I I need to say this because I do think it's a little bit ironic that here I am, like a white male, essentially reviewing movies. Our champion. <laughs> you know. So yeah, with a grin you of salt. You make me likable as the bitter millennial female. There we go. <laughs> No one would listen if you weren't here. Anyways, I just had to go on that soapbox for a second. We don't have to belabor the point, but but thank you, Chris. Tomato meter, you're garbage. Anyways, you're all rotten. You're all rotten. We will be referring to you in every episode. Make no How, mistake. <laughs> make no mistake. We will continue to use your numbers as biblical. So there are some pretty great reviews out there. However, for example, mm-hmm. Time Out. I love their review. <laughs> so Time Out. So David Fear. David Fear, that is his Strong name. Strong name. <laughs> Fantastic Incredible. review name. So he says, quote, the bumpkin pe- bumpkins are people too message <laughs> That's will certainly right, David. <laughs> will certainly please the Appalachian Anti-Defamation League. It's Appalachian. Uh, is that no? Yeah, Chris, I live here. It's Appalachian. I live there too. Appalachian. Appalachian? That's dumb. Appalachian, like you're going to throw an Appalachia. That's... Everyone says Appalachian. It's Appalachian. All right. All right. Seems silly to me. Let me have this one. No, I'm going to let you have it because I can't stand people who say Oregon incorrectly. How do they say it? Oregon. Ew. I know. I thought the people from Oregon said that. No. Oh, my God. I assumed because normal people don't say that. I mean, I'm from Mississippi, so I don't know. We but, do like, not have time for this. We're bumpkins, and bumpkins are people, too. Bumpkins are people, too. I can read. It will please the Appalachian Anti-Defamation League. Defamation. 
Um, Midnight movie fans, however, will recognize that this me- this mess misses the mark by a country mile. <gasps> Harsh. I, I thought just... you said it was a good review. No, they gave it a 20 out of 100. Ooh. <laughs> well, they didn't get it. They didn't get it. It's <laughs> <laughs> my go-to. They didn't get it. Most reviews, most professional reviews, for whatever that's worth, were quite good. New York Times gives it like a 90. Oh, wow. Um, okay. I know. Like, they loved this movie. I'm, it amazes me when when places like the New York Times give things good movies and then no one goes to see it. It just goes to prove that, you know, printed journalism is meaningless in this country. And now. also, people who are going to see this movie were going to already go see this movie. Like, it, absolutely. It's, it's that group. So Appalachian, absolutely, you know. Mm-hmm. Appalachian. That's- Appalachian. Appalachian, absolutely. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. People liked this movie in general. Including they just us. D- They just didn't want to pay for it. That's the moral of the story here. I mean, we didn't either. On the flip side, everyone paid to see Halloween, and that was trash. So, you Ooh, know. not opening that wound. <laughs> I'm going to seal that shut. <laughs> I will never let seal it go. Seal that one shut. I refuse to be silenced. If you want to be personally victimized, please go to our Halloween episode. The episode that lost us our most viewers so far. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Not even anyway, a single letter. Back to this movie. We've already said that we really liked it, but I'd like to just at least um, tell you guys a little bit about it before we decide yeah. where we're going to rank it. It has everything. Bees. Sticks. Fire. Weed eaters. Peeping toms. No beer. No beer. <laughs> they forgot the beer. <laughs> they forgot the beer. <laughs> so this movie Ugh. obviously is about these pickled um, eggs. Pickled That's what eggs. What it's about? They, these college kids who all have names. I didn't learn any of them. None of them. Not even a no. single one. They're all going um, camping in West Virginia, maybe along the Appalachian Trail. Maybe or the and Appalachian. They, it's hard to say. They, <laughs> it's hard to tell. And they they meet Tucker and Dale, who are just the cutest little hillbillies. <laughs> In the world. Who admittedly are very creepy. And it's not their fault. It's they're not, not trying to fault. be. They're just awkward. They, they mean well. And they're just trying to have a calm evening, calm weekend at their vacation home slash serial killer den that they've recently bought in And the if woods. you think that sounds gay, don't worry. You're right. Everyone else agrees. <laughs> <laughs> Notice particularly a certain cop. I thought it was cute. The cop was into it. He was, I mean, yes. He was like, so, boys will be boys. <laughs> there's a lot of misunderstandings. One, that they're um, a homosexual couple. I don't think that was other, misunderstood. Okay. An understanding. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the the big, the primary misunderstanding of the movie, which is that they're um, serial killers who are hunting down college kids one by one. When in so, reality, it's just a single college kid who is ironically a hillbilly. And it just really ruins the theme at the end, you know? I'm just going <laughs> to great. give away the theme, like to give away the ending. Uh, conflicting messages. Are the hillbillies bad? bad? Hillbilly I'm not along. sure. <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to say. We'll get there. I think I know what they're trying to say. But okay. they're trying to say Appalachian. didn't get it. I'm trying to say Appalachian. <laughs> so Tucker and Dale. Um, Dale is this really, really sweet guy. And Tucker's kind of like his big brother protector mm-hmm. and dale just wants to talk to the, the pretty city folk at the gas station he wants to talk to the young college girls which he does i'm sorry it is creepy no like he just wants to he talk doesn't to mean some... well but he's so much older and he's probably not he just looks older but it's just a creepy thing to do 
I don't think it's creepy. I would be creeped out. And I don't, I, I thought it was fine. And he didn't mean to make it, okay, the way he did it wasn't great. So he obviously. He approaches, he approaches them with a scythe. <laughs> holding his scythe. Holding a jar of pickled you, eggs. Uh, you kids going camping? <laughs> oh my God. Cackles at them and then they leave. And of course he thinks he's just been rejected by a bunch of pretty city girls. And he has this big inferiority complex. Absolutely. Poor guy. Yes. And then they go to their um, terrifying cabin that was very clearly inhabited by a serial killer. And they love it. Oh, my God. They love it. They are thrilled. They're like, finally, our boys only vacation home. <laughs> they, they, we introduced the Memorial Day Massacre, which was this hillbilly attack that occurred <laughs> 20 years attack. prior to yes. the day's events. And they're like, wow, this guy must have been really into current events. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's just like, like newspaper articles. There's like bone wind chimes hanging from everywhere. All these murder <laughs> things on the wall. And they're like, what a quaint home. And it's all ours. They're like weeping. They're so excited to have a vacation. Like, There's really board great. games. And um, they're out fishing as men do as on their do. vacations. In as the middle do. of the night. In the middle, well, Pitch that, black. that night, night fishing is a thing. Oh my god! Sometimes you are you. You're so from Mississippi. Sometimes you know I am. That. I know. <laughs> you can fish at night. <laughs> what? Just full of interesting tidbits. <laughs> you can also put foundation on your neck. A lot of people don't know that either. Oh, who doesn't? Right know at that. the jawline. Oh my god! It's obvious that you, that's not your skin tone when you do a that. A lot of people. You have to fade it, people. <laughs> so Tucker and Dale are fishing. And these college girls are doing what college girls do, I guess. Skinny I miss. No one invited me to these happening woods hangouts. Because you were a prude all, and everyone knew it. That's why. And so they're all skinny dipping, having a great time, trying not to be peeping toms, but also trying to be polite. Well, Dale was trying not to. Tucker absolutely wanted to see some. He was trying to get a peep. Yeah, he was. He was trying to get a peep. But Dale was being really sweet and was like, don't be a peep and Tom. Yeah. And then um, one of them falls and hits their head on a rock. Yep. Absolutely. They go to save her. But of course, the friends don't see that. They just see these hill people dragging their unconscious friend into a canoe in the middle of the night. And they don't they don't sell their position very well, do they? <laughs> no, they don't. So, yeah. So they basically abduct her. And they save her. Good intentions or not. They, they, they definitely try. abduct her. No, they try. They're like, "Hey, we have your friend," and they all run for the hills. Yeah, not because they're like, they "We have, have your friend." <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Was that? I understand that is a misunderstanding, but that was easily misunderstood. <laughs> it was, and that's 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 the, the heart humor of, this of it. Entire yeah. movie, yes. Try to keep up, Chris. Oh, I, I, I missed it. So you missed it. Was this a comedy? <laughs> anyway, so now the friends, the whole movie is the friends coming trying to rescue Allison and one by one getting themselves killed in a way that frames the hillbillies as being murderers and I love I love that they misunderstand it as suicide attempts oh they think it's a mass suicide yeah they're like oh my god he's chasing me and then he ran right into that stick and just impaled himself (laughs) and like he didn't think "Mm, accident he was like that was fully intentional Well, it, it looks like it because, like, all of them are dying within 10 minutes of each other just running onto their property and <laughs> killing themselves. All these teenagers are killing themselves on my property. Oh, the, the, the safety. You've got you've to gotta click you've the safety t- on the side. And he fucking shoots himself in the face. 
It's 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 great. It's beautiful. It's gory. It has just enough gore that I will let this be classified as horror. Otherwise, it would be too cute. Yeah, I mean, it is the gore is the horror part. So and the one I'm, college student, he's creepy as fuck. He's creepy. So the whole time, there's this one Chad. I don't know what his name is. I'm gonna call him Chad. Let's go with Chad. He's I wearing, think it's pretty close to that actually. Oh my god, his name is Chad. Oh my god. I think his name is actually. It is. It's Chad. That's awesome. We just and assumed his name was Chad. Guys, he looks exactly like what you think he looks like. He's Imagine got a Chad. baby blue polo, mm-hmm. collar flipped up. Yep. F- like frosted tips. He might mm-hmm. not have had frosted tips, but, but it was you close. can imagine that he probably did imagine. at one point. I think he did have like a puka shell necklace. No, I don't think so. But he, he would. Did. He owns one. Chad. Tucker, no doubt about and it. Dale. I'm looking him up. Did he have one? Up. He had a necklace on. He did. It was um. Hold on. It was something stupid. It, it was like I had a single shell on it or something like that. Yeah, something equally douchey. Mm-hmm. Oh, he has a, he has a leather bracelet. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. I'm looking at him right now. And he is pretty much um, encouraging the revenge murder of these hillbillies because in the big reveal, we learn... He has, a, like, he has an ulterior motive here. Yes. The half, the half big reveal. His parents, 20 years ago to this very day, for the Moonlight Massacres... Is that what they were called? No. The Midnight Memorial Mass- Day Massacre. Memorial Day Massacre. That's what it was were murdered by um, the crazy hill person. Yeah, the hill people. Or his dad was murdered and his mother managed to get away and, and give, give birth, birth to him. him and then go into an asylum so he doesn't know his parents. So he is, he does not trust the hill people and he is off to murder them. Which begs the question, if you have such a, why go camping at all? Why go back to knew. these same woods? He what? went to the same woods knowing full well what day it was because he's the one who told the story around the campfire exactly like he he was begging for this to happen he like, was so excited no doubt about it, it. He, he he wanted to find any any hillbilly he could find just to like kill them oh for sure like he he went into this with a murderous attitude and no doubt about it like he was excited every time one of his friends died because it meant that they died at the hands of a hill person exactly proving his point Exactly. And they do die at the hands of a hill person because arguably they're all his fault. It's true. Absolutely. It's true, which is which is the second big reveal. So they all start dying. They call the manage to call the police. The police come, walk in, swiftly dies. <laughs> accidentally get like impaled by a loose beam. <laughs> Every single murder, like I said, is more ridiculous than the last. Oh, it's great. I love when they walk they, the first time they find her at the cabin. And she's helping Dale like dig an out, an out, an out what is it, it called? A shitter hole. hole. A shitter <laughs> hole, as he called it. And she's helping him. It's really cute. And they're just watching her. They're like, oh, he's making her dig, dig her, her own, own grave. grave. <laughs> <laughs> what a ridiculous conclusion. <laughs> and it's so cute that all, all of these accidental deaths is just this backdrop for the cutest little love story you ever did see. You ever did. Of this sweet, misunderstood psychology student who herself used to be a hill person, kind of. Not at all. And not kind of. She was like, no. I worked on a farm. and Yeah, okay, not everyone who worked a on a farm person. is a hillbilly. God damn. Okay, I'm, I am hyper-classifying here because this movie is city folk and hill folk. Fair enough. Okay, she's farm folk. Yeah, okay, farmers she only. She has no sides. 
She's, Farmers she, only. She is Switzerland. In <laughs> she this. is Swiss. So she's farm folk, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I'm a polite, cute little hill man. All right, I don't have any of their dialogue, but it, it's it's a very cute back and forth between them. It is very, it is. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I'm just me, super dumb with an eidetic memory. <laughs> sure. And she's and like, then, uh, okay. So everyone's pretty much died off except for like a handful, like I think three. It's like Chad and two others. And they managed to actually talk to Allison. They're like, no, come in, like put your weapons down. We'll have a chat. And she's trying oh to explain God. everything. She's like, I want to be a family therapist. Yes. We're going to do this right now. We're going to have some calming tea. We're gonna. I'm going to make some tea. And we're going to chat and we're going to have each other's side. And I love this conversation because neither of them actually present their side (laughs) like they don't talk about the issue at all i mean chad or whatever his broy name is his name is chad for real Mm -hmm. so he gives his little story about how his parents were murdered and everyone's like wow tragic nothing to do with what we're talking about (laughs) amazing like he basically (laughs) yeah nothing to do and then the other guy's like what did he say something irrelevant he's like that sucks but like i wasn't those people right it's like all he really says but he doesn't share his side. Exactly. He doesn't explain, hey, also, not trying to kill Allison or whatever. Right. He's just like, well, that's not relevant. I'm overruling that. That's all, like, that's the whole big conversation. And Allison, of course, is just sitting there, like, nodding, like, mm, I'm the best goddamn She's therapist like, oh, in the world. I'm so good at this. I'm so Fear great. not, though. We don't have to endure this conversation for long. Oh, the gore comes quickly. Tweedledee and Tweedledum mm-hmm. burst in with... Was it a weed whacker? (laughs) I think it was a weed whacker. Incredible. Weapon of choice. Because they've decided that she just has Stockholm Syndrome. (gasps) Oh my God. That was like my favorite part. And the most realistic part. Like the Stockholm Syndrome? She'd been there like 18 hours. Exactly. But it's so realistic that like this psychology college student would come in and just like diagnose Diagnose. that shit. She'd be like, oh, she has this exceptionally rare, poorly understood psychological syndrome after spending literally 18 hours 18 with hours. this man. So I'm going to fire the weed whacker up <laughs> and just solve this city style. You <laughs> solve this city style. Obviously, that doesn't work out. Someone else gets a weed whacker to the face. She does. One of the girls, she does. So I think at some point, someone's smoking gets lit on fire. I don't know if it's here. It doesn't matter. It's because fantastic. Chad covered the whole place in gasoline. It, yes, that's right. He doused everything in gasoline. The three, our three main like heroes, managed to make it out. Tucker, Dale, and Allison make it out, and then everything gets blown up. But Chad is still raging. And full on Scarface at this point. He looks like a Harvey Dent. Like he's got absolutely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like burnt up. Equally so douchey. They're running from him. At some point, he gets Allison. I don't really remember. Because they, they crash because he wasn't paying attention. He's oh, like that's right. That's right. They crash and he gets Allison. Tucker's hurt. And so it's up to Dale to find everything. So he uses his adorable dog. Oh, oh I was I so for- worried that the dog was going to die. They, You know that. I you was they weren't. filled with anxiety. There was a scene where Chad has like a, a gun to the dog's head at some point. Yeah, and I was really worried. Oh, no. They weren't going to hurt him. Yeah. Everyone should know. The dog does not die. And if you didn't know, go to the website. Go to the website. Doesthedogdie.com. We're not but sponsored. But I didn't need to. I knew they wouldn't do me like that, so I was I felt fine. <laughs> but the dog, like in typical Lassie form, goes and leads the way 
to Allison to mm-hmm. like the old mill, an old <laughs> sawmill. And this I is love where this things go from like, ridiculous to cartoony real it's, quick. It's cartoony and it's also super predictable and unpredictable at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like she's tied up at the old sawmill. <laughs> With, with the asthmatic. <laughs> with the asthmatic, with a half a face burnt off. And then the hillbilly bursts through wearing a fucking, like, welding mask, which is the worst idea. Oh, he has, like, no visibility in that. He's like, I thought it would be intimidating. <laughs> it was so cute. Which is fair enough. But, wow, you can't see anything. You can't see a thing. So Allison's tied up. And then, of course, Chad comes in. And they're having a, a big fight or what what have you. With various antics. So I have to say, though, who, who plays Chad? Who is this man? Mm, I can tell you right now. I have a tab open. Amazing. Jesse Moss. Jesse Moss. I got that in like two seconds. I am seconds. so sorry for your name. Jesse Moss? Jesse Moss. I mean, that's clearly a stage name. That's even Jesse worse that, he, that you would pick that. Oh, he's a filmmaker now. Oh, good. I'm glad he did well. Because, okay, so his performance. (gasps) He's in Final Destination 3. That's where I know him. Oh, yeah. That's where I know him. Oh, my gosh. The one with the roller coaster. The best one. No, I've never seen it. Oh, fantastic. Hold on. Isn't that a very similar plot? People just die in ridiculous ways. Yes, it is. It's very much like campy horror comedy. Oh, fantastic. Okay, for those of you who have seen... All the final destinations, you will all remember the one with the roller coaster that kills everybody. Final Destination 3. And he, this Chad guy, was the main male protagonist for this movie. I think he died. Oh. Like, quickly. But I don't remember, because they all kind of die. But anyway, this was a very exciting reveal for me. I know it means nothing to you, but I thought it was great. to me. Ah, can't wait to do all the final destinations. We should review all of them at once. Mm, That sounds like a rough (laughs) night. (laughs) Sounds so good. My point, however, is that his performance throughout the movie is fine. But once he has his face burned off and he's like committedly crazy, he was so convincing. Like when he's like licking her face. Oh, yeah. And like... Like, the, I don't know, the look in his eyes. Like, you just believe that he is a genetically deranged hillbilly psycho murderer. You Living know? in the skin of a city boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he pulls that off better than anyone else I can name, except maybe Nick Cage. <laughs> maybe, yeah. No, I he, would watch that reboot he does, with, like, 50-year-old Nick Cage. He does so well in this movie. Like, he does. He, I like him. He's probably the best actor, for sure. Um, He's my favorite, probably. I'll go with that. All right. He there's not a second he's on the screen that I'm not genuinely enjoying everything he's saying and doing. I, I mean, to be honest though, the majority of this movie is enjoyable to watch because it's, it's just true. absurd and you don't even the gore isn't even that bothersome because it's so funny slapstick. <laughs> You're like, oh, his intestines, but wow. <laughs> we skipped over the bees, which is my favorite. We did skip the bees, Kate. Since you're fixated. Oh, it's the best. It's the first accidental death of the movie. And (laughs) And it's so good. It's so good. And Alan Tudyk is, or Tucker, is working in the yard with his chainsaw, sawing through some logs or something. And one of them has 
a, a bee's a, a full on hornet nest. <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole hive attached so to it. He should have been able to hear. I'm just going to say that. He couldn't hear it over the chainsaw. Don't If that's the most unrealistic thing about this movie, you're going to need to just try a little bit harder. Oh, my God. Someone gets a weed whacker to the face. Yes. And, and that happened hilarious. to a very good friend of mine. Very recently. Very recently. A, too soon to talk about. Can't believe you do so, this to me. It's sawing through this log with the beehive. And obviously the bees start going everywhere. And he holds on to <laughs> holds on to his chainsaw and starts just swinging it through the air at the bees <laughs> as he's running. Oh, my God. Like, Which makes for like a very fantastic leather face visual of just swinging this chainsaw and screaming while he's he like runs covered after. in like, like, you know, sting wounds. Like he's literally just like... <laughs> all puffy faced and evil looking and And, like all the college kids had just like come up to the place and they were like deciding whether or not like they were trying to like push whoever was going to be the short straw to yeah to go and see if their friend allison is okay like the one like dorky skinny kid is like slowly creeping up to the house and then tucker just bursts (laughs) around the edge screaming and like flailing a chainsaw around And he doesn't even die that way. He dies by running into a stick. Yeah, he's the one who just <laughs> runs right into a tree, impales himself. Oh, that's great. And he is not the only kid that gets impaled on accident. No. It happens like eight seconds later. And I just love like they they don't miss us. They don't miss a single opportunity to make a joke about how could like how could this be a regular horror movie about hillbillies killing college students. But it's just a misunderstanding. Like they do everything else normally. Like when they leave the message, like, oh, we can't find the college kids. Here, let me just leave a message for them on this rock. We have your friend. They carve it out <laughs> with a hatchet onto a log and it just says, We have your friend. We have your friend. Like that's exactly <laughs> like we have your woman. <laughs> we have your woman. Same energy. Render. Same energy. And it's like that's exactly what happened in like a regular horror movie about hillbillies killing college kids, except he just really honestly wanted to let them know that they had their friend. Hey, come get her. <laughs> we made her pancakes. She didn't care for them. She wanted bacon instead. She wanted bacon. <laughs> like, God, oh. like that is the funniest part of about this movie to me is like they take every opportunity and they just go with it. Like if you just took away their side of it, it would totally look like a regular campy horror, horror film. It would. But instead it's hilarious. And at the end you'd be like, wait, why are they kissing at the end? Like, wait, <laughs> wait a I minute. missed something. <laughs> so back to the old sawmill where Allison <laughs> the is old still tied sawmill. up. <laughs> so they're having this big fight. They manage to get Allison free. They run up to like this old office in the sawmill like on the second floor. Yes. And of course, stop and read the literature nearby because there's old newspapers. I mean, that's what I Chad would do in that Chad is literally scenario. like trying to like saw through the door, but yes. they're reading these old newspaper clippings. And there is one that is quite obviously just a photo of Chad with a beard on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, they caught the killer of the Memorial Day massacre. And it's clearly Chad. It's clearly Chad. And they managed to stop Chad and they're like, wait, Chad. You're a hillbilly like us. Look, your mom was raped by a hill person. Thinking that'll calm him down somehow. Oh, my God. Like, look, (laughs) Chad, you're a hillbilly. Like, his mother was still (laughs) tortured and raped. Yeah. Like, not really a 
argument in favor of hill great people. about it <laughs> not great but and that's about how he takes it he's like not not happy about it um so he tries to attack him anyway and thank god there's a box of loose chamomile tea thank god that everyone okay. in this godforsaken forest loves chamomile <laughs> They are people too. Chris. They are people too. They need they relaxing get scratchy nighttime. throats too. <laughs> so they throw this chamomile tea at Chad. He has an asthma attack and then um, falls out of a window. Perfect. Fantastic ending. And then they just leave. They're like, all right. Yes. That's fine. That's fine. The, the police and news crew show up. They're reporting on this weird suicide pact that took place I in the woods love today. That they go with that story. <laughs> They're like, yep, a bunch of college kids committed suicide in the darndest ways. If I was going to commit suicide in the woods, I wouldn't personally impale myself. What a terrible way to go. Kids these days. I wouldn't hit my girlfriend in the face with a fucking weed whacker. Well, she did it to herself, obviously. If you're going to commit suicide, would you jump head first into a wood chipper? <laughs> Kids these God days. God damn, there are other ways to do it. The darndest things. The darndest things. And they just wrap it up, the whole movie, in this cute little bow of Tucker and Dale and Allison like on a bowling date. And she's wearing her little bowling shirt with them. And he's just being himself. And he like tells this other obvious hillbilly, like, hey, you know, it worked for me. Just be yourself and go ask that girl out. And so in the background, like, they're having their cutesy date. And this hillbilly literally knocks this girl unconscious and drags her out of the bowling alley. (laughs) And we are yet again left wondering, is this meant to make us trust hillbillies (laughs) or fear them even more? I thought it was supposed to be like a misunderstanding. And yet they... I, I do think they reaffirm people's fear of hillbillies in the end. I mean, the bad guy had his hillbilly genetics show. Mm-hmm. So, we've, so we've implied that it's an inherited disorder that they have. And again, we end with a hillbilly abducting a girl. And they're like, <laughs> ah, whatever. So I guess the moral of the story is, if you are a hillbilly, you're probably a murderer. But we can't just but assume. But you can overcome it. You can overcome it. And If there are hot college singles near you. Who just want to understand join you. Join your bowling league. Join your bowling league. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to argue that there's a lot of great meanings to this. But obviously the biggest one is to just be yourself. No. But also don't just be yourself. Don't do it. Don't be yourself. But be yourself. Mm. But not really. Like, don't be someone else, but don't be you either. Be just enough of yourself that people can tolerate it. I mean, let's be honest. This is not Schindler's List. Like, this movie isn't much about anything. It's just about people killing themselves in hilarious ways. And that's all it needs to be. I'm good with it. It doesn't have to mean anything. I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to recommend it to people. Thank you, good Chris, for teaching us about this movie. average Chris, who is no better than any other. Fantastic Chris. Um, but now we have to. We do have to kind of rank it um, on our little scoreboard. We do so let's have pull that to rank up. it. Okay, so this is our twenty eighth movie. Yes. This one. This is really tough. So this is like where the ranking gets really tough because it's so apples and oranges. It's not even. It's like apples and dragon fruit. What? 
it doesn't <laughs> like they don't compare to any uh, I can't else? to any yeah I mean like if I if I was gonna put this on a list I would put it on a separate list with like Idle Hands and Beetlejuice and things like that but they're all jumbled together so it makes it really hard well yeah that's what happens when we have just like this weird made up made list. up list that is completely and objectively arbitrary okay um it's objectively arbitrary it really That's really funny. is much like the tomato meter mm-hmm. it means i don't nothing. know where to put except it except our list does mean everything and this is the only thing on the internet that's worth looking at anymore it's the only truth where would you put it um okay well let's compare it to what we can compare it to so for example we put idle hands right now idle hands is number 15 Mm, idle hands is so important to me i don't know okay but i'm just saying so like it's horror comedy so is idle hands yeah idle hands is drag me to hell true so idle hands is 15 and drag me to hell is 13 so that's the same general area so is it better or worse than those two because those are comedy horrors Oh, this is tough. And here is where it gets hard for me because I think you hate Idle Hands. I think Idle Hands is better than this movie, but I think. Oh, and but but so you don't hate you don't hate Idle Hands. But I do think that Drag Me to Hell is worse than this movie, which is why it's hard Shit. for me because Drag Me to Hell is higher than Idle oh, Hands. Oh no! But we only put Drag Me to Hell high because you liked it, and also Justin. I Long. love Drag Me to Hell. Oh man. <sighs> okay. What if we put it? Oh, but I love Idle Hands. I think this movie is worse than Idle Hands, but as I just said, better than Drag Me to Hell. So, but do also with what worse you want is such that. a tough word because it's still great. I'm gonna put it below Idle Hands, above Raw. So the new 16, it's for sure better than Beetlejuice. Oh, but I love Beetlejuice. I love Beetlejuice. Okay, I'll put it above Beetlejuice. I will. I will put it above Be- Beetlejuice has a Broadway show, so like, ugh, how unfortunate. It's doing fine without your support. <laughs> so I'll say more power to it, I guess. I will say, I think it's better than Raw. You think? I I can't watch Raw ever again. I'd pr- I'd put this. I can watch. I've this seen every Raw day. like three times. Isn't that weird? I know you have. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. Because everyone's like, oh my god, Chris, have you heard about this movie about a vegetarian who eats people? I'm like, oh, fine, fuck. We'll oh, that's why it. everyone's yeah, showing it to you. Yeah, they always want me to watch this movie with them. It's very irritating. Okay, I agree. Below Idle Hands, Above Rod, this is the new 16. Oh, that's so low for It is a good pretty movie. low, isn't it? But it's it has low. to be below Idle Hands, and this is our fault for creating a bad list. That is also because right now I'm perfect. looking at the Blair Witch Project and I'm like, what the hell were we thinking? Why is that so high? No, actually, but we really we liked, liked it. Blair Witch. Okay, you know what? I'm just gonna have to call it and say that this is 16 and be happy with that. Honestly, the list is long at this point. I think it's fair for this completely, like, poorly advertised, obscure comedy horror to be middle of the row. Okay, I'm gonna put it there, but. Just want everybody to know that they should still all watch it. Yes. And it's fantastic. Highly recommend, even though it's in the middle of the list. And thank you, Chris, for giving it to us. You're right. It was a must watch. Yeah, for sure. Must watch. And our position, our our putting it here on the scoreboard is not a reflection of its quality. It's just the fact that there's quite a few other movies that just have to go higher. Just have to. For various reasons. 
All right. Well, that's our scoreboard. Um, you guys can check it out, like I've said, on our Tumblr account. Also, Chris was obviously one of our more active club members. Um, if you guys have a suggestion, don't forget that by listening to this podcast, you are also club members and you have a voice too. You're so in the club. obviously, sub- you're in you the club. You might as well use your voting rights. Exactly. <laughs> People forget that they have those. Um, you can subscribe, obviously, on Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts, and that will follow us week to week so you get alerts as we release these episodes. But you can also um, contact us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. We share all sorts of memes and cool crap all week long. Yeah, and our email, nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com. You can email us directly. That's how Chris emailed us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, we love hearing your guys' opinions as well as getting your movie tips because sometimes it's really hard for us to come up with a movie. <laughs> It, it, there are so many movies. There are so many movies. But I actually, I did have, um, I do have another suggestion from another club member, actually. Oh, good. Because I was going to ask, like, what are we going to do next week? Okay, so our next horror movie is recommended by a listener slash club member. Her name is Raven, and she recommended Orphan. It's um, a 2009 horror movie. I've actually never seen it. Mm-hmm sounds creepy can we just watch oliver twist instead it's about an orphan yeah sure that's the same Same thing thing. actually everyone should know that kate recently knocked down my idea to turn this horror movie podcast into a joint horror movie rom-com podcast where every other episode we would watch a movie with julia roberts in it i thought that was a reasonable idea i thought it was good compromise if we're gonna compromise it's gonna be a horror movie musical podcast we've discussed this wow that would definitely limit our options (laughs) It would be horror movies and musicals. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Not horror movie musicals. Unless you're talking about horror movie rom-coms, which is, actually, we just watched one. We so I did. Guess there are, <laughs> I guess there are some. All right. Okay, so. For, for now, we're going to stick to orphan. Yes. Orphan horror. Orphan movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah. Do we have any other final thoughts? Oh, if you enjoyed this episode hopefully you did because you're still listening to it apparently Mm -hmm. Uh, please leave us a rating and a review on itunes i don't think you actually can you on spotify can you rate things on i don't know i have i have no idea maybe whatever you're listening to if you can leave a review please do or just go to itunes and leave a review for us it really really does help um people find us and make our club grow and we don't have dues or anything so it's not about that we just really want people to like us because we're narcissists that's what it is we're also having a really fun time just talking to uh people with similar interests or people with different interests because hey that's the whole point of yeah because we have very different interests very different but it's just it's just really fun engaging with you guys it is so, really yeah. fun another easy easy way you can do um if you're too shy to leave a review um is just recommend us directly to your friends family co-workers People you hate. Yeah, word of mouth. We're not picky. Yeah, I mean, that's the only reason people watched this movie. So it works. <laughs> it's true. It really works. It works. But yeah, that's about it. Um, Do you have any last thoughts? Nope. I think that's good. Next week, orphan-ish okay. next week. <laughs> we'll do it next time. How about we will. that? Next time. Next time. All right. Well, that concludes this week's meeting, and we will see you guys next time for Orphan. See ya. Bye.